Hello everyone! So this is Holly and I'm here with Ellie. Hi. And we are so excited to get started today. This is our podcast called Life in Pieces alongside our super fun blog and Instagram page. And we are just going to be talking about everything under the sun, whether that be postgrad life or mental health, psychology, personal development, dating, relationships, managing family dynamics, just anything that we feel is not regularly talked about in a healthy space. So yeah, we just wanted to create an awesome platform for everyone to connect and feel that others resonate and relate with what they're going through. Yeah, we're going to be posting weekly. And if you guys have any comments or questions or want to hear any advice from us, let us know. Um, I'll have a space up on the website for that. Um, but let's introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Ellie. I just graduated from UC Irvine with a degree in psychology, and I just moved back to San Jose, California after traveling for a couple months through Europe. Um, currently unemployed, looking for work, but doing some side hustles right now. Yes, um, queen. But that's me. Love it. So my name is Holly. I just graduated from Texas Christian University with a business degree. I am currently a functional consultant for Oracle and have been working my first full-time job the last few months all remote. Similar to Ellie, I just moved back to San Jose, California, and we talk all the time about what we like and dislike about moving back to our you know, Bay Area homes and just the culture and everything that comes with the tech world here. So a little bit about us. Also, Ellie and I have a big aligned passion of traveling and Mm -hmm. understanding different cultures, languages, meeting people from all over the world, even with our pretty different personalities. Get into that, Elle. Yeah, Holly and I are a little bit different. Um, Holly is super extroverted, sociable, Loves to talk to people, loves to meet people. Um, I'm okay not doing that. Um, I'm pretty independent, a little bit introverted. Um, but I still love Holly. Yeah, talk to you too. anytime. Um, We're besties. We are besties. Going on almost 10 years. Let's say 11 now. Yeah. Tell them how we met. We met doing all-star cheerleading. Super cool. Yeah. We Didn't were... go to the same high school or no. middle school, but remained really close to all of it and that's something we'll get into later is definitely honestly managing like relationships with people who you've known throughout very different stages of life Mm -hmm. um growing into new friendships outgoing friendships uh, having loyalty and everything that that entails so everyone the first subject we'll be getting into today is leaving your college community your college life the very different season that four years of university is Mm -hmm. conventionally of course and then adapting to a very completely different environment lifestyle community and so on such as the professional world or even just going from you know Irvine to the Bay or Mm -hmm. Fort Worth to the Bay yeah yeah Um, really just anything not a college town my first main takeaway of my season of changing environments adapting to long-distance relationships in my community and moving back home, I would say includes just identifying that each season has something completely different to offer and the way to best honor ourselves, 
goes around us and what's right in front of us is just to be deeply present in it. So for example, going from having classes all day and studying and hanging out with your friends and taking a nap in the middle of the day if you need to, and then going essentially directly into, you know, working 40 hours a week and being behind a computer for most people I know and not really working in the office that for anyone would be a very big transition, but identifying the silver lining of, you know, any challenges that transition may entail. And then reminding yourself that every single good thing and bad thing of the past created your present experience, who you are today, who you're surrounded by, and just, I guess, counting that all as good. Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, I feel like Personally, for me, the struggle was moving from my college town where I had my own apartment, my own room. All of my friends were walking distance away. Um, I just had like a huge community and then I moved back home, back to my childhood home in the suburbs. I only have a couple friends here and it was almost like a loss of physical freedom Mm -hmm. and then too much personal freedom because instead of having my schedule of going to classes and having like my part-time job I am now unemployed Mm -hmm. I basically feel like I'm a teenager again interesting I feel like I went backwards instead of yeah. yeah so that's why I remind myself that like Everything changes so quickly, Mm -hmm. and even though this is a transition period, I need to not be so upset about it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because maybe it's a step back, but maybe I'll be taking a step forward in a different direction, so. I also feel like it's ultimately based off of how we perceive it, because I feel Mm -hmm. like when I first found out I was, you know, moving home and not moving to Austin and going through that big transition, I was like, oh my gosh, the context that I know of living here in this environment with this set of community most recently was being home for a couple of months for COVID, but I'm like, okay, it has no similarities with that because the sole purpose in here is to like work my remote job. I will say another big thing I've observed is how direct the difference is in your environment socially and how that completely impacts your perception on the world and who you're interested in, what you feel like you're fulfilled in versus what maybe you are desiring innately. And so, for example, most of my friends in Texas are my age, our age, whatever. And then I would say most of the community I've made living back here in San Jose is like a good decade older than me. And I really appreciate that because I learned completely different things and feel challenged in my journey of adulthood but there is the I guess unique qualities that a college community provides that living outside of a college community not being in close proximity to those members does not you know yeah and I just realized that our perception of things totally affects how we feel just between us you are taking this opportunity as an an opportunity to like go out and meet people even if they're like 10 years older than you (laughs) but you're like learning from them and you're like making the best out of your situation Mm. versus me I'm like super upset about the situation Mm. um and then so I'm like kind of going back to what I knew was comfortable so Mm. I've been hanging out a lot with 
people I used to hang out with in high school, middle school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's another reason why I feel like I'm going backwards in time, too. Mm. And I'm curious what the line is between appreciating the comfort, the familiarity of having community that's known you for years and years, mm-hmm. and then also getting out of your comfort zone. And that dichotomy of even feeling your feelings, a.k.a being upset or discontent with your current circumstances and then also choosing, okay, I'm not going to, you know, be more discouraged than I need to be. So yeah. Yeah. What's that line for you? I think that really goes with, um, the whole moving home versus moving somewhere new. Yes. I think about this a lot. Like the people who never leave their hometown, I always feel just a little bit, not bad for them, but like, I just feel like they're not experiencing what the world has to offer and that just limits your growth in a little bit Mm. it sounds like you're identifying that one of your core values is getting out of your comfort zone and opening your eyes broadening your horizons which is i would say the core foundation of our friendship is that especially in the context of travel i will also note that i feel like there is a very unique challenge in being in a season of groundedness or familiarity so for example after getting back from Spain in 2020 and then going back to Fort Worth which was incredibly comfortable I had all my besties Mm -hmm. cultures cultural narratives are pretty standard that was even more challenging for me than going across the world by myself during pandemic so just so subjective and nuanced it really is and it really depends on where you are in your life and like your mental maturity What's your main takeaway from this season? This season? Yeah. That even though, because right now, for me, I feel like I'm wasting time, Hmm. kind of. But yes, your 20s goes by fast. Mm -hmm. But it also, like, is the next eight years of my life. Right. Like, this is only, what, it's been a couple months. It's been one month since I've got back from Europe. Yeah. Like, I have time. Like, I'm going to change my mind and go through highs and lows so much with even just one year. Yeah. So. I like the saying that you change, like, five times when you're, you know, 20 to 25. Because if I even look back to who I was three months ago when I was in Copenhagen, I'm a completely different person. I have completely different expectations, completely different levels of satisfaction, I feel like I was scared of coming back to the States when I was there because I was just experiencing this, honestly, peak of fulfillment every single moment of the day. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm not going to have that in the country that I'm going to, that I like have to live in. Um, but then, now that I'm here, I'm like, there is something so beautiful about being with your family all the time and yeah. being with my own friends and making new community in the sense of a home base that yeah it's just so polarizing and it's it's interesting to say yeah. the least yeah and that's a good point like I think I've been reminding myself not to take that for granted this time that I'm spending with my parents because mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to get to move or move back home like I totally. never wanted to yeah same but um I like really value this time with my parents hmm. yeah totally. they're also growing up yeah just scary and sad yeah and siblings and yeah even like falling in love with the bay area again i feel like when i left at 
18, I was like, Los Gatos is XYZ, or even just like had the narrative of thinking it was very superficial rather mm -hmm. than remaining in a state of gratitude for all the good things that it offered us. And then went obviously to Texas and a bunch of different places. And I was like, oh wait, there are some really unique and amazing things about our hometown and where mm -hmm. we're from that have completely refined our character in ways that so many people in the world don't get to experience. And so, yeah, I feel like that's one of those concepts of you don't realize how don't good know. it was yeah. until it's gone. Yep, yeah. exactly. That's what and I was then we thinking. have it again. And it's like we have a choice to not think grass is greener and to be present while being here. Exactly. I'm saying that's easy. No, but that is a good point to bring up. Yeah, literally me looking on Google Maps every single night about places I can move. Yeah, within the Bay Area or just in general? No, like in Asia or... Yeah, I know. Me Eastern, too. Eastern Europe. <laughs> Me like, on LinkedIn trying to move anywhere <laughs> else right now. Trying <laughs> to like Georgia. I'm like, yeah, I could definitely uh, build a farm in yeah, Africa. I was you literally going to move to Australia. I was like, I'm going to go work on a farm, like picking fruit, just uh -huh. anywhere else. Uh-huh. I'm like, can I just become a yoga teacher in, like, Bali? Oh, that sounds kind of nice. I know. I'm kind of like, I'm not great at yoga right now, but... But you can be. You yeah. have to have, like, a lot of hours to do it. That's what you learn. But then that sounds amazing. Yeah. Just getting to do yoga. I love my yoga teachers. They're so... Good vibes. Yeah. Great yeah, vibes. Yeah. They just have... They don't have their lives in order. I used to work at a yoga studio, and um, I would talk to the like instructors because yeah. in class they're like you are amazing for showing up today like you they just all these nice things yeah. and I talked to him the behind the desk and he's like god my life is such a mess like I, I was like oh my I god. feel like that goes on to our next point of comparison because yeah it's literally our physiological and biological wiring to compare you know because in all the days we had to compare okay this mom has more resources for her yeah. kids I mean that's not necessarily a or an issue for you or I today but yeah would you want to get into your experience with comparing your season to other people's season yeah I've for, like really struggled with comparison lately mm. I think just because I feel so lost and I don't know what I want but um it's really hard to like look around and see all these people with their full-time jobs, living in cities, moving out on their own, doing all these fun things that I wish I could be doing, but I'm not. Hmm. Or even stuff that I don't even want to be doing, but I'm constantly comparing myself to them, um, which is super hard and very toxic mindset to have, especially in this transition period of post-grad. Um, because every journey is different, every path, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that mm -hmm. one is better than the totally. other mm -hmm. um and it doesn't mean that someone's happier either too totally like our paths are very different right now yeah but it's not I like mean, not like incredibly different yeah but we're living in the same place yeah yeah but you do have a full-time job and i don't do anything every day <laughs> <laughs> so. i also feel like it's one of those things that you could have everything that you want and you could still be deeply unfulfilled yeah. or vice versa. You could be physically in lack or, you know, not reach the fulfillment of your external desires. You mm -hmm. could be so fulfilled. And I feel like 
that I can think back to so many things in my life where I was like, okay, so if I get this job, if I get accepted into this university, my life is set. Mm-hmm. And then those things are great and they are life changing, but you're not. Then you're like itching for what's next. Exactly. Like, Your default isn't extreme gratitude. Yeah. But then it's like, how do we wire our brains and our minds to choose gratitude every second we can? Yeah. I always um, think back, like you when you're growing up, people say things, you don't really listen to them. Mm-hmm. But that saying, like, it's about the journey, not mm-hmm. the end goal. Like, yes. When you get there, it's usually pretty hyped up and your expectations are way too high than what, like, it's going to give you. Mm. So you really should just enjoy the journey. That's 100%. a good reminder. I also see it as sometimes the reward is so great because it's relieving. Mm-hmm. So, I, for example, a year ago when I was really intense, uh, intensely doing the job search, I was so exhausted every single day, first semester, senior year. And once I got this job, I was like, thank God. I was so relieved, so happy because I didn't have to endure, I suppose, like the negative aspects of the journey again. Yeah. Um, But then it's also, you don't realize how relieved you are until it's over to some extent. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I think the journey is a lot about growth and growth is supposed to be uncomfortable. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I'm sure it you, is. <laughs> you learned a lot about yourself applying to jobs, didn't yeah. you? All that. It so. almost um, elicits your subconscious narratives versus the narratives mm-hmm. you're choosing for yourself. So I'm sure you can relate to this, but growing up in Silicon Valley, there's a narrative of if you want to be successful, go into tech, yeah. be a software engineer, work in software, make a ton of money, be C-level employee for a startup. And then mm-hmm. you're great and you can have a beach house and all these things. And then it isn't until you experience a different version of life for yourself that you realize, do I actually want this? Is yeah. this what's best for me? Or is this your values. this person's narrative surrounding what's best? Yeah. And then I feel like it's just beneficial to get quiet and... Yeah, like you said, understand your values and what's important to you. Anyways, what are you saying? <laughs> you um, <sighs> identify <sighs> your values and you need to be okay with the fact that maybe your values don't match other people's mm-hmm. or even some people's expectations of you. I think staying true to yourself is important. 100%. And even in that through, I guess, identifying how strongly my narratives have been impacted by, you know, my environment's ideals of what's best and the absolute end goal of success being financial freedom. Mm -hmm. I think back to what my understanding of freedom is. And I think there is, there is so much value in financial freedom. I feel like I'm privileged to even have experience that in my life, but mm-hmm. time being freedom. So I was talking to my friend yesterday, talking about how the most significant seasons of my life were when I was in Spain and during COVID, because in both of those seasons, I had an excess of free time where I went on these incredible 
personal development journeys, reading books every single day, understanding different cultures, languages, immersing myself in different lifestyles. And those seasons were the most refining seasons for my character, for my belief system, values, more so than the seasons when I've worked my absolute butt off for something. Yeah, I think my main takeaway of this whole post-grad transition period of your life is self-reflection is so important. Yes. If you're feeling lost, it's supposed to be, well, it's not supposed to be, but it can be um, scary and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I think self-reflection is super important in this time. Mm-hmm. 100%. I also think there's the facet of comparison Maybe I'm not experiencing that as much horizontally, but mm-hmm. vertically within my own life, I'm like, I could be doing X, Y, Z in North Africa right now, or mm-hmm. I could be in the Bay Area doing this job, or I could be doing anything under the sun, and then it's comparing almost different versions of life that we are, you know, submitting and assigning meaning to. Even if we haven't actually lived those lives yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Choosing a path mm-hmm. out of all the many paths you can take. What path brings you the most peace? Me? Mm-hmm. Oof. I want to move to Europe. I feel that. <laughs> we so want to leave the country. <laughs> like, I find so much joy when I think about living in Barcelona specifically. Yeah, I want to move to like, Amsterdam. I want to oh. also. Sounds nice. I want to do like a year long trip in Southeast Asia so badly. I would love to do that. Do I go? Yeah. <laughs> but when? <laughs> when? The summer. I have a job. Full send. I can't. Who cares? Quit your job. <laughs> I can't. I love my job. I tell it to everyone. Yeah. I know. I think about that. There's that whole like TikTok trend um, where it's like, well, January me could, if I could tell her like what happened this year think about that a lot because yeah. I didn't even in January I don't even think I would have thought that I was going to Europe this year interesting and then, and then I went to Europe for two months like I, I just can't predict I feel what's like my January life. self knew everything I was going to be doing so mm-hmm. in January I chose to go to Scandinavia for a few months mm-hmm. I chose the job in November I chose okay the one thing that changed is where I'm living yeah Still, though, you never know. Yeah. Keep your options open. Agree. Open-minded. agree. Don't worry, girl, I am. I'm like, never my know. eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> they are not shut. They haven't been shut in, like, <laughs> You haven't blinked. Yeah, really haven't slept. <laughs> Nothing's getting missed. Exactly. Well, um, do you have any final thoughts for our wonderful listeners? Thank you for listening to our first podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for being here and listening to us ramble. We love you all. I feel we really like do. My hope for y'all listening to this past, I guess, 20 or so minutes mm-hmm. is that y'all just feel seen and known and understood. I wish I could sit down with each and every one of you to have a nice latte at a nice European influence cafe sitting outside in the sunshine with some Prada sunglasses and a trench coat. But we aren't together doing that. So just listen to us while you do that. Yeah. (laughs) Close your eyes and imagine it. (laughs) Yeah. Holly's won't be closed though. 
They'll be so open. Anyways, we love you all. We will share our fun little voices in another week. And in the meantime, feel free to reach out, connect, read the blogs posted on the website, our Instagram page. And And both of us will be posting blogs. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Love. Bye.